Hello, Kittenators, and welcome back to Self Interrupted, the top 20 podcast show in Malaysia. I'm your host, Kit Costello. I want to thank the listeners in Malaysia. No, it means a lot. It's true. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Today, we are doing our March favorites. I feel like these monthly favorite episodes come around so quickly. And I was taking my dog for a walk earlier today, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, like the year is going past so fast. that was a really bad accent. The year is going past so fast that I'm like already six monthly favorites in. And I was like, no girl, you're literally three monthly favorites in. Let's relax. But like we're in April. Like I said, we're doing the March favorites. If you don't know, if you're new to Self-Interrupted, the S-I-C-U, the Self-Interrupted Cinematic Universe, you may not know that each month we do a monthly favorites, a wrap some may say, of my favorite TV shows, my favorite films, my favorite miscellaneous items, and we go through the self-interrupted top 10, a prestigious music charts that artists dream to be on. But we'll get to the charts at the end of the episode. First of all, I want to get into the catch-up. Honestly, I have a little bit to catch you guys up on, some exciting announcements, and just like my recent cleaning events. So let's get into the weekly catch up, not the monthly one. Don't get confused, honey. Okay, so I'm recording this on a Sunday. Famously, I like to record my podcast on a Sunday because it's nice, it's quiet, it's calm, it's peaceful, it's serenity. Because one thing about living on a farm, if you don't know I do live on a farm, no, it's true. On a farm, throughout the week, mama, there is just machinery going on. Like sometimes I'm like, you're welding. Do you need to be welding? Welding is when they get like a really fast blade and put it against metal so that it melts the metal and the sparks come off. I'm just like, no, like we don't need to be doing this every single minute of the day. And it's so frustrating. So Sunday is the only day I get to rest. Anyway, it really feels like spring today. I'm recording this on the 2nd of April. Happy April, besties. I woke up, I went to Tesco, and I got some like little bits of food. I came back home and I just went back to bed and I ate it. Like, let me be real with you guys. If I'm gonna have a podcast, I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I just pop out to get some food, get back into bed, and I watch a little movie. I do, it's true. It was a great time. I had my mango, I had my little gluten-free biscuits, and I was kind of vibing, let me be honest. But then I kind of felt like I needed to clean my room. Cause do you know when sometimes there's just a little too much dust? You feel like you just need to hoover. I ripped my sheets off, I've hoovered, and and I love that. I love a little spring clean. It always makes me feel very inspired. I slicked my hair back into a ponytail. I realized the other day that I could do that because famously I have a bob. And when I got the bob, I went through a bit of an identity crisis because I famously had the Costello bun before I got a bob. But when I got the bob, I couldn't do it anymore. Okay, catch up, it's serious. But then I realized, mama, a couple of bobby pins at the back of the hair and I can, you know, slick that shit up and do my little bun again. So I currently have a ponytail in, it is very tight. So I need to take that out as soon as I'm done recording because I feel like it's low-key giving me a headache. So yeah, I just, I cleaned my room. It's really nice. I sprayed a little room spray in there. I cut some daffodils that were on the lawn because we have daffodils all over our garden that come up every spring, which is really fun. I think they were planted like 25 years ago, which is crazy. And they still bloom every spring, which is so slay. They're so Troy Sivan, 2018, bloom. Anyway, so I cut some of them up. Please, not the fucking daffodil massacre on the lawn. I cut some of them up and then I got some bluebells as well and I put them in a little vase. Yeah, I'm giving so like, domestic goddess right now. Then I took the dog for a walk. Mmm, she's doing the chores. And then I also did some work on the farm. And now we're here recording the podcast. It's a fun time. Now, what else has happened in this week? Some major updates in the KCCU, the Kit Costello Cinematic Universe, if you don't know. I hit 10K on TikTok. 10,000 kittenators on TikTok, you guys. This is crazy. That's honestly insane. And we're currently at like 11.5. It's insane. 
And I'm really, really grateful. So if you follow me on TikTok, I really appreciate it. And I'm really excited to just, you know, continue doing videos. I love doing it. There was like some drama about TikTok being over-partied. And I was just like, can we... You guys, do we really need to ban TikTok? It's these like 40 something year old men in America being like, TikTok's bad for the environment. Like, girl, shut the fuck up. Go read a book, touch some grass. Like TikTok is fine, babe. And everyone's like, oh, everyone's stealing our identity and our data. Girl, not to be, not to have the hot take, but who the fuck cares? Like, I don't, like, take it. What the fuck? It doesn't mean anything. I don't know. Maybe I'm just really ignorant to the subject. But like, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, what are you taking? Is it really that serious? Like, who am I? It's like when people were like, oh, I'm anti-vax because I'm scared they're gonna put a chip in me and track me. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, no one wants to track you, Bessie. You're not James Bond. Like, you're literally Cheryl from down the street. Like, no one's trying to clock your movements to Tesco's every other day. Like, it's not that serious. So it's just giving that energy. And I'm like, there are so many bigger problems that you should be focusing on than banning an app. Let's be serious right now. Anyway, very grateful for everyone following me on TikTok and just engaging and being super sweet and kind. Also, some more updates in the KCCU. I have injured my foot, which is just so bad for me, you guys. I just, ugh. It's so frustrating. Okay, so I think I injured it from like running. I do a 2K run every single day as a warm-up before my workout. And then after my workout, I do an incline walk. Anyway, so I think I got this injury from the incline walks because I... I, I haven't invested in proper trainers. I use my feeler disruptors, which are like two inch platform trainers. I should not be running in them. Let's just call it what it is, okay? I should be running in little like, I think running shoes should have some sort of like, not platform, but like protection on the bottom layer. Like you shouldn't be running in plimsolls. I think that's bad for your foot. But like, is it necessary for me to be running in two to three inch platform shoes? No. Like, am I running a five to 10K? No, I'm not running a 10K, let's be real. Am I running a 5K in feeder disruptors? Yeah, I am. Maybe I should like rethink that and invest in some nice shoes. But girl, they're so expensive, like 200 pound, 100 pound even. I don't have the time, I don't have the money and I don't have the resources to be buying that. So I just make do with what I've got, you know? That's just the truth, let me be real. So yeah, I've kind of been in my non-running era, which just isn't good for me because the serotonin I get from listening to music and running, it's great. But I've just been putting more effort into the workout that I do. I actually have a video on my TikTok of my workout routine. But other than that, honestly, you guys, my weeks have been bleak recently. Oh, actually, a little update. I did that best of episode last week, self-interrupted best of, which was a very last minute decision. I was actually gonna start a new series called Self-Interrupted Cinema, which I still wanna do, where I basically go in depth of like a film that I really love, like its plot. Now the film is kind of a polarizing film in the sense that it's not in, it's not like historic cinema, it's Divergent or Maze Runner or Hunger Games or the Hannah Montana movie, you know? Like I'm not out here about to like analyze Alfred Hitchcock. Like that's not the vibe. I recorded that whole episode and then I realized, mm, yeah, no, a two hour episode of me going into a deep dive of Divergent isn't really the vibe. So I'm trying to like rework that. So last minute I came up with the idea of doing a best of, which I actually really loved the idea of. And then I was like, hmm, should I then bring this season to a close and then start a new season in like two weeks? And then I was like, go season? What the fuck? I don't do seasons, which I kind of, I feel like I should be like season one, episode six, you know? We're currently on episode 13, which is kind of crazy, honestly. Taylor Swift vibes, 13, yeah, fearless. I don't know, I don't know, don't know, don't ask me. People have been asking me recently, like, when are you gonna stop? And I was like, what, what, huh? Like my mom always is like, so how long are you doing it for? 
I don't know, girl, mama, praying on my downfall. Can we just please just appreciate it while it's here? Because you know, I I might not, I might stop the podcast tomorrow. I don't want to. I love the podcast. It's so much fun. You guys know I'm so proud of Self Interrupted. I look at it on Spotify and I'm like, oh girl, no, she's giving. And I appreciate all of you leaving your star reviews. So if you haven't rated it on Spotify right now, I would love to. I'd love to. I'd love, yeah, rate it if you so please, please. I'd appreciate it highly but yeah i've also been seeing so many taylor swift videos on my for you page i've been on tiktok far too much recently and i think i'm actually getting like a bit of a headache from it i've been waking up and going straight on tiktok which was an old habit old habits die hard like let's just be honest you know i need to start doing my nine to five system which is when i don't go on social media on my phone until 9 a.m and then i get off of it at 5 p.m mama nine to five what a way to make a living dolly parton tees but yeah that's kind of all the catch-up i have to do Dude, let me try and think. Hmm. Nothing else has really been going on. It's spring. Hey, listen, it's spring. I love spring. Actually, let me talk about it. Spring is like one of my favorite seasons because it's not too hot. I feel like summer can kind of, summer has high expectations because when it's summer, I want it to be hot. For spring, she's just like doing her own thing. Sometimes it's torrential rain and sometimes it's blue skies. And you know what? I love that for her. She has mood swings and so do I. And I relate that. Real recognizes real. Everyone's complaining about the rain recently in England. I love it. If I'm in my bedroom and there is torrential rain outside, I'm happy. I have my little hot water bottle. I'm snuggling up. I'm watching something gay on my laptop. That sounded really disgusting. Sorry. No, I'm watching something like Drag Race Coded. That sounded really... I just didn't sat that didn't come out as what well. okay anyway i wanted something slay i should say on my laptop with my hot water bottle torrential rain outside it's cozy it's cozy comfort cocooning vibes and that's why i love spring i guess we should get into the march monthly catch-up okay so quite a few things have happened in march um starting off with paris yeah i screamed too the way i was in paris last month i mean it's currently april when i'm recording this so last this time last month i was up in paris mama a fever dream let me be real with you guys real quick i did a whole episode of it titled a series of parisian events you can go and listen to that now my paris experience was just so rogue me literally getting scammed from airbnb i don't need it Like, what a bad way to start the month of March. Getting scammed in Paris. Oh my god, and then I actually almost got scammed on the streets, and then the scam artist spat in my face. Like, and for what? What did I do to deserve that? I was just trying to have a sleigh time in Paris, and then there I was, getting scammed left, right, and bloody center. I got some of my money back. I got a partial refund from the first Airbnb. If you don't know, let me give you a quick rundown. I was in Paris for Fashion Week. I got an apartment, and the apartment was terrible. It was really bad. Dusty, dirty, dingy, disgusting vibes. Then I had to leave, get another Airbnb, without knowing if I'd get any kind of refund on the first scam Airbnb. Now you're caught up, let me continue the story. So while I was in Paris, I didn't show anyone back home what I was going, oh sorry, I just came real close to the mic. Sorry, so unnecessary, I apologize. I didn't show anyone what I was going through because I was kind of doing it on my own. I don't want people to worry back home because I was eventually in a very slay Airbnb. But I got back home, I started showing my friends everything from that first apartment, the photos, and they were like, this is real, but you need to get full compensation, mama, not even just like a refund. Like insurance, because, sorry, let me describe it. There was like dust everywhere, dirt everywhere, but to the point where there were like, literally like balls of dust. It's giving centuries of uncleanliness. And then there was like stains on all the pillows. Ugh. Oh, 
And there was like rust on all of the utensils. I had to go and buy my own cutlery. Anyway, I would rate Paris a strong six out of 10. It wasn't fun for the reason I went. I got nothing, no modeling jobs there. It was so flop from that end, let's be real. But I did take two very good photos of myself. So listen, it's not all bad. They're on my Instagram at kit.costello. They are so slay. I literally put those outfits on, did nothing with them, took them straight off and I ate my salad and watched Outer Banks. My gosh, the birds outside, there have recently been like an influx of crows, like just coming around the house. I'm just like, you guys, can we just stop? So unnecessary. Anyway, moving on from Paris, the six out of 10 trip, I got a tattoo. Yeah, stop. Pick your drop off of the ground, Mary, because I did. I got one. It's true. I was going to do a whole episode on it, but I realized I didn't really want to. I wanted to keep that moment between me and Olivia. Olivia came with me to get the tattoo. It's a small little tattoo. It was cute. It was fun. It was slay. The day that I got it. Now, when I came home from getting the tattoo, oh, the regret sunk in. Let me be honest, honey, this is the self-interrupted podcast. I'm going to be real. This crow, honey, I'm going to have to go outside real quick. I'm currently standing up. I've never done this before. God, what the fuck? Opening the window. Oh. Piss off! Fucking screaming down my... W- Please! So unnecessary. I would love to do an episode outside. Would that be fun? Sorry, I have to close the window. You guys, it's not closing! Why is it not fucking closing? Can I live? Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sure, okay. So I just opened the window and then it's kind of, it's not broken, but I just can't shut it. Anyway, before I was really interrupted by a bunch of flipping crows. What was I speaking about? Oh, the tattoo. Okay, so basically, initially when I got the tattoo, I loved it. I'm not going to talk about what it is. It's just like a small little tattoo. When I was in the tattoo parlor, I loved it. I was like, oh my gosh, I love it so much. Then they put the sticky film on it and I didn't see it again until I got home. And then I was like, oh, I'm in the trenches. I don't like this tattoo anymore. But the reasoning for that was because when they put the film on, it made the tattoo look really blurred and distorted and dark and weird. So I was like, ah, I hate this tattoo. This is real bad for me because I can't get this off my body. And I was spiraling for like a few days and it put me into like, not depression, but like I was spiraling, you guys. Let me tell you one thing. I used to have nightmares about getting bad tattoos. I used to wake up in cold sweats being like, I just got a really bad tattoo and I don't like it anymore. So when I realized I didn't like this tattoo, I was like, oh, my nightmares come true. A couple of days passed and I can now take off the film off of my arm because it's there for protection kind of so like no bacteria gets in it. I took it off and I was like, oh, slay. It's a slay tattoo. I was, I still wasn't sure about it because the thing is I really liked the tattoo. Initially, I loved the tattoo, but I just wasn't sure about it being on my body. I was like, I just don't think this looks good on me. Do you know what I mean? But now I've gotten over that and I'm just like, oh, it's just my tattoo. You know, it's just there. I don't have feelings for it or against it. You know, I love it though. It's cute. Not me being like, I don't have feelings for it. I love it. Like when I look at it, I'm like, oh, slay. Like she's so cute, like a little tattoo. But yeah, I definitely spiraled. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I was also allergic to the bloody sticky film that goes over the tattoo. I still have like a rash over my tattoo because of it. I have now picked myself up from that spiral, but I think it's nice to like talk about it. And I kind of went through the motions of it. And then I started talking about it to my friends. And now I'm on the podcast and I like to be open about my little spirals here and there. I don't go into depth about them, but I think it's just nice to know that, you know, the children spiral sometimes, but we pick ourselves back up and we know that we are the divas and we have to march our way through this earth. 
and slay. Like, what else can we do, you know? Now, will I have this tattoo forever? I don't think so. I think I'll probably get it lasered off at some point. I want to remove the stigma around that. Which also, that's another thing. As soon, as soon as I got that tattoo, the first video on my For You page on TikTok, hey guys, come with me to get my tattoo lasered off. I was like, you guys are already in the trenches. But let it be known now, I don't want to, I don't want to get it removed that much. At first, I was like, I want to get it removed because I don't like it. Now I'm like, I could see myself getting it removed because I just wouldn't want it anymore. Not because I don't like it, just because I feel indifferent about it. But anyway, what else happened? All that I have on the month catch up is Paris tattoo breakdown. And we've hit every single point out of the park, honey. What else has happened this month that I need to catch you guys up on? This month has honestly been quite dry. Let me be real. Like nothing that, nothing's really happened with modeling either, which has been really frustrating and really jarring and... It's just one of those situations where it just ebbs and it flows, but so passionately. Like if it's ebbing, it's ebbing. Like there is no work to be had and it's really frustrating. But I, you no, know, actually to be fair, I've got my own work just not through my agency. I've done a few collaboration shoots, which has been really fun. A couple of those should be coming out pretty soon. Anyway. I think that wraps up this month because honestly, not much has been going on. I've seen my friends, I've done some work, I got a tattoo, had a breakdown and I went to Paris. Kind of chaotic to be honest, but overall, we come out from the trenches and we're currently slaying. Like I do feel so much better, so much more inspired. That was my catch up of the month. Hope you enjoyed. Let's get into my favorite TV shows. Okay, I have three TV shows here. Let's get into Daisy Jones and the Six. Hmm, yeah, no, I am gonna talk about it because that show, that show was great. Daisy Jones and the Six is based around a fictional band that breaks up at the peak of their popularity. So you can imagine, there's drama. The show is in the style of like a fake documentary, but in the sense that like, they do like interviews with the bandmates in the future and then while they're talking about the popularity of their band in the past it goes to like the past and it's like a drama series sometimes all i need in a series is a couple of hot people to look at seriously like if there's a hot like protagonist i'm there serious and there was like oh i forget the guy's name but he's not the main lead that i had a crush on is it graham graham the, the bass player of daisy jones and six that's my man he was cute he was real cute what i love about it it's just very coming of age because the band starts off as just like like five teenage boys and eventually it becomes the biggest band in the world and the lead singer is daisy jones it's so slay. Oh my gosh, and the drama and just, I love any kind of TV show that takes you back behind the scenes of the industry, any kind of industry. So that's why I love like, I don't know, A Star Is Born, that movie, or Dreamgirls. And also, oh, you know what I love about it so much as well? This band, Daisy Jones and the Six, they released an album called Aurora and it's actually on Spotify. I love that. Just the marketing of this is so good. And also the, the band, like of all these actors are actually going on a tour. That's just so cool to me. I don't know why, like, it's just so cool. I really enjoyed it. So Daisy Jones and the Six is great. Loved it so much. Would definitely recommend. And the music's really good as well. The next show I have been watching is Queer Eye. I think I've talked about this before on this podcast, but sometimes I just be re-watching shows. Daisy Jones and the Six is the only show this month that I watched that was a first initial viewing. Queer Eye to me is a show that is really, really comforting. If you don't know what Queer Eye is, it's basically a reality TV show where five queer people go around and make over people's lives. It's so slay. So you have someone that teaches them how to cook, someone that does their hair, someone that gives them therapy, someone that 
makes over their closet, their wardrobe, and then someone that makes over their house. Some of these episodes are seriously like making me tear up. Like I'm in tears. Mama, the floodgates of tears are open. It's true. I think there's six seasons. I've watched all of them and I just go back and watch certain ones. The people are just always so grateful on those shows and it's just so pure and so sweet. But Queer Eye is just one of my favorite shows in general. When the seasons come out, I watch it all in a day, which I need to stop doing. In general, when a series comes out, I think I need to start limiting myself to like a couple episodes per viewing because when I watch it all in one day, it ruins it. Like sane people don't watch a whole series of television in one day because then I'm sat there with all this information about this TV show not being able to talk to anyone about it. But anyway, Queer Eye is great. Moving on to another queer TV show, Trixie Motel. This TV show is so good. Speak about a makeover. Trixie Motel is a reality TV show with Trixie Mattel. She gets a motel, makes it over, and it's basically the trials and tribulations of being a motel owner. It's so great. Each episode focuses on a different room in the motel that they're making over. I think there's seven rooms and I think there's eight episodes because the last episode is like the grand reveal and like the opening party. It's really, really funny, tongue-in-cheek humor. The makeover of the rooms aren't just like basic bedsheets, plain walls. It's so camp. I think there's a half a million pound budget for the makeover of the motel. I mean, it's really interesting because they'd be like halfway through thinking that they're really on their way and then they realize that the roof is terrible and is collapsing so it's like real drama and i initially watched this show last year and i just remember i would watch it on like a friday and i'd cook some really cute little cookies i don't know it just gives me good memories and i've been re-watching it recently it's really comfort viewing as well because it's, it's not too deep so those are the tv shows i've been watching recently i'd highly recommend them if you haven't watched them already but let's move on to my favorite films of march I think I only watched two films that really stuck with me throughout March. The first being Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, this was a spiritual experience for me. Now, let me tell you why. I was in Paris while watching this film. Bear in mind, I was in the sleigh Airbnb, so I wasn't completely in the trenches. If I was, it would have been relatable on a whole other level. And looking back, I mean, that was such a cool time. I was just in my own Paris apartment and I was just sitting and watching Eat, Pray, Love. Like, it was so cool. And Eat, Pray, Love basically follows Julia Roberts' character. I can't remember the name at all. She's married someone and she's just like, this marriage isn't working. Like, I need to be doing other stuff. I need to find myself and love myself and realize my purpose almost. So she breaks up from her marriage and she reignites her love for eating, praying, and loving. Julia Roberts' character basically travels to different countries. I think she goes to Indonesia and Italy. I think that's it. And then she goes back to Indonesia at the end. When she's in Italy, she learns to love eating. I think it's just really interesting. I mean, there's a quote in the film. I can't remember word for word, but she's in like a hairdresser, a hair salon. And this Italian guy is just like, you Americans, like you just don't know how to treat yourself. You'll treat yourself for one day and you'll just eat all of this food in one day. And then the next following days, you'll feel bad about that day that you quote unquote treated yourself. Like you're not treating yourself if you're feeling bad about it the next day. Like that's not treating yourself. I found it really interesting and there were definitely some takeaways from that part of the film for sure and then eventually she goes to Indonesia which is where the prey part comes in and she learns about she goes through a really intense period of just like oh no she goes to does she she go to India maybe she goes to India to pray I think she goes to India and she prays there and then she goes to Indonesia and learns to love and it's just a really sweet film that I needed to watch at that time in my life and I love that I love it when the stars align and you watch a film that you need to be watching at that present moment so I definitely recommend watching Eat Pray Love if you can I think it's 
it's available on Netflix. But the next film that I watched was Babylon. Babylon is a great film. Let me tell you, there's a lot of controversy around Babylon and people are saying that's a flop. Maybe it was statistically in the box office, babe, but that has nothing to do with cinema, real cinema. Let me tell you. It's basically a film about the film industry back in the, I think it's the 1920s to 1930s. It follows multiple characters from when the film industry went from black and white, non-speaking films to talkies. And it's so interesting, so insightful. And the fashion in this film was really cool. Margot Robbie stars in it with Brad Pitt. The characters are, I think, pretty fleshed out, but a lot of people didn't like the amount of stories and the amount of characters because it's one of those films that each character has their own story in the film and eventually they all kind of come together. There were a lot of ideas that went into this film that maybe not all of them are executed, but I think it was executed enough. I mean, there's a scene at the end of this film that's made me levitate, bitch. I was in the village cinema and I was at the back in the cheap seats and I said, oh my gosh, like it was crazy. At one point I thought the screen was breaking because it was just so like fast paced and chaotic, but it was honestly like so beautiful. It's a tragic story in some ways, but also it's a beautiful story in others, depending on what character you're following and which story you've really honed in on. I really loved the film. I think it was good. But then again, if I'm in a cinema and it's the right mood, any film can be cinema to me. Like any film can be historic personally. But those are the two films that I watched. Honestly, they're both great. Quality over quantity, I would say. Eat, Pray, Love, Babylon, I recommend to stream, to watch if you can. Really good films. Moving on to my miscellaneous favorites. Okay, my miscellaneous favorites, you guys. Um, starting off strong with eyebrow threading. Eyebrow threading is gonna do it for me every time. Let me just start there. I started eyebrow threading, yeah, probably this month, I would say. It's great, it's great. I had a, like, a voucher to my local, like, little spa place, I guess. It's great. I mean, maybe I like it because it's kind of free, because I have the voucher. I love it. I get my eyebrows pretty thin now, and I kind of forget. I look back on old pictures of myself before I started threading my eyebrows. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the werewolf out in daylight, please. Like, get that stuff threaded, babe. I kind of want to go for like 1920s eyebrows now. I'm not going to lie. I just think that thinner eyebrows just look so much more like, I don't know, feminine and just beautiful. I don't think the pain is bad either. I think it's kind of satisfying because like you can feel the eyebrows kind of coming out of, you know, their little, their hair follicles, you can feel it. And yeah, but other than that, love eyebrow threading. Moving on to my zebra jumper. I have a zebra jumper, which I got ages ago from a charity shop. And it's originally from FNF Tesco's. I had it for a while. Like I got this jumper like a couple of years ago and then I forgot about it. But then I cut holes in it one day and go, it's my favorite jumper. It's my favorite jumper. It sits so well on me. And when I say a couple holes, it's basically just like, it's ragged at this point. Like it's beaten up. Like there are holes everywhere, but there's like a hole in the shoulder. There's holes for my thumbs to go through the arms and it's so oversized and I love it. It just sits really well and it's really pretty and it's really comfortable. That's the main thing. Let me tell you that right now. When I have a jumper that's comfortable, let it be known that's my fixation. I'm going to be wearing it every single bloody day, okay? And that's the jumper right now. Another miscellaneous favorites is makeup. I have really started getting into wearing makeup on like a kind of average day-to-day -day basis just because I really love it and I found a makeup routine that really works for me. It's on my TikTok. It's my pinned video. It's like I did an inspired Vogue get ready with me video which is really fun. I talked through my whole makeup routine there and I use the Rimmel Age Rewind Concealer but I dilute it with Future Do Oil Serum by Glossier and it just gives this like beautiful finish that's not sheer but it's not full coverage and it's not matte. 
And it's just so, I think it just really complements, I don't know, my skin, I guess. And I think it just looks really, really pretty. So concealer has honestly been a game changer for me. And it just makes me feel, I guess it just makes me feel kind of confident and it just evens my skin tone. Cause I find that my skin tone is kind of uneven in some spaces. And that just makes me feel, you know, even and just, I don't know. It makes me feel really nice. I also use blush, the cloud paints by Glossier. I use Storm and Puff and I mix those two shades together. And I think it just really works. Again, I put that on the high points of my cheekbones and I blend it in. I Sometimes I put more, sometimes I put less. And that's what I love about the blush. Yeah, I love the concealer, the blush, the zebra jumper, the eyebrow threading. That is my miscellaneous favorites of March. Okay, welcome to the self-interrupted top 10 charts, you guys. I'm Kit Costello. I'll be taking you through them. I need to stop doing this American accent because it's not funny. The way that I do it all the time, I don't know why. I had an interview the other day for another podcast, which I will talk about once it's out because it's actually a really interesting conversation that I had. But I did it in there and I was like, Kit, what are you doing? The interview was American. And I was like, oh my gosh, like so unnecessary. Anyways, if you don't know, the self-interrupted top 10 is a prestigious music charts where I go through the top 10 songs on my Spotify repeat that I have been listening to constantly throughout the month that, you know, I'm talking about. My gosh, do I need to explain everything to you guys? Okay, anyway, let's start off at number 10 with Jaded by Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus released a new album, Endless Summer Vacation. Love it. I love Plastic Hearts by Miley Cyrus. I think that's one of my favorite albums by her. It's more of like a pop punk album, which I really love. I realized that I really love drums on a song, like really intense, loud drums. And you'll hear that throughout this top 10. But Jaded is basically about being with someone that was really boring and then cutting them out of your life. And then being like, I'm sorry that you're jaded. I could have taken you places. You're lonely now and I hate it. I'm sorry that you're jaded. And that's what Miley Cyrus said. And I agree with her. It's true. The whole album is really good. A Thousand Miles with Brandy Carlisle is a really great song as well. Coming in at number nine is American Teenager by Ethel Kane. Now, Ethel Kane has constantly been on the charts. I think she's been on the charts every single month. So, you know, Ethel Kane, good for you. American Teenager, I mean, I've explained it in the past to monthly favorites, but it's a really great song. Nostalgia in a bottle, nostalgia in a song. And it's just really pretty. The harmonies are great. Dramatic song. Thank you, Ethel Kane, for your service. Moving on to number eight, we have I Spice with In Her Mood. This song, again, I think was on the charts last month. Really, really good song. A hype up song, some may say. I've learned all the words now, so I am absolutely screaming them. I'm screaming them, I'm singing them, I'm rapping them along with my sister I Spice. I am, no, it's true. Speaking of great songs, once again, we have Ray on the charts at number seven with Oscar winning Tears. Another song that was on last month. As you can tell, I kind of have fixations on songs. Sometimes it just takes a second for me to get over a song that I really love. And Oscar winning Tears is that for me. Dramatic song, really deep storyline, really great storytelling and Ray is just such an icon and her story is great. Being overlooked by her record label, leaving them and having all of the success, incredible. Love her. At number six, we have Pink Panthers and I Spice with Boys A Liar Part 2. Now, I can't remember if this was on the charts last month. This song is great. Another I Spice moment. It's true. Pink Panthers is great. This song is very much reminiscent of early 2000s songs and I Spice's verse 
in it is great because it's a it's a remix of Pink Panthers' song Boys a Liar, hence Boys a Liar Part Two. It's the remix, honey. But yeah, great song. Moving on to number five, we're halfway through the charts and we have Gracie Abrams with I Know It Won't Work from her album Good Riddance. This song is really good. It was a grower on me to begin with. I wasn't too sure about this song, but it's definitely a song that I have grown to love and. For me, I think it's kind of about wanting wanting a relationship to work out, but it just won't. You know it won't work like that. This relationship is kind of run dry and there's no way of fixing it. There's a lyric in it that's just brush me off because I'm your ghost right now. Your house is haunted. Christ, that's tr- that's real tough. The, the idea of just like brushing someone off, like just let go of me because it's harder with the idea that you're waiting on me to be a better person. Just let go of me. I just want to like be released from your judgment, you know? Wow. What a tough song. But moving on to more of a lighthearted song, in at number four, we have Freezing by Mimi Webb. Now, if you're an avid listener to Self Interrupted, you will know that there was once a famous part of Kit Law that I ran to this song for 5K, 5K, which is 20 minutes. I ran exclusively to this song, which is why it's so high up in the charts because it was just on repeat. It's just a classic pop hit. It is. There's a lyric at the end that's like, you better, you better believe it. When I'm done, I'm done and I mean it. Ah. Oh! so good and she just screams it and i'm dancing on the treadmill i'm gonna be real i have a choreographed routine of what it is i'm serious how does it go it goes so the lyrics go count to three you better believe i've shut that door and swallowed the key so when it goes count to three obviously i do the classic one two three with my hands i do and then shut that door i slam with my hand i like i kind of bring my hand and i act as if i'm slamming a door and then i've shut that door and i've swallowed the key now for swallow the key i tap my, 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 uh, my, my chest. And then I tap the bottom of my ribs and then I tap my stomach. So it's like, and swallowed the key. (laughs) Me just giving you guys choreo when you can't see me is iconic. I've said that we chill. I then do like an act as if I'm cold. I rub my shoulders on the opposite shoulder to hand. I I said that we chilled. Then I ran for the hills. I dramatically run on the treadmill. Count to three, you better believe I've shut that door. I've swallowed the key. I've said that we chilled. Then I ran for the hills. If that was cold, then now I'm freezing. And that's kind of it. That's the choreo. Yeah, round of applause. Thank you so much. I appreciate it highly. This song is great. Really love it. Good song. In at number three, taking the bronze, it's Sabrina Carpenter with Feather. Love this song. It was on the deluxe version of Emails I Can't Send, which was called Emails I Can't Forward. Love it. The song is about cutting someone off in your life and feeling lighter than a feather because of it. Like that person was causing you so much drama, but now they're out of your life. Mama, I feel as light as a feather. And girl, Sabrina, you were onto something there. No, it's true. Taking the silver spot is Melanie Martinez with Death. Yeah. Yeah, this was a recommendation in a recent episode. This song is so good. The whole album Portals by Melanie Martinez, I haven't listened to yet, but I've listened to some selected songs and it's great. Very pop, punky sound, kind of rock and roll vibes, but it's really, really good. And it's a long song as well. It's five minutes. I love a long song that's paced very well. I love the bridge. It's very dramatic, as you can imagine with the title. It's such a dramatic song and it's really great. Taking the gold spot from the March self-interrupted top 10 charts is Gracie Abrams with Feels Like. Wow. What a great song. This song came out last year, I think, or maybe even two years ago. Gracie wrote this song about her and her friend doing mundane things. You know when you meet that person in your life and you're like, I'm so glad I met you at this point in my life because it feels great. Like, it feels like we were meant to be meeting at this point in our life. It's really beautiful. And I love a platonic love song. I went to see Gracie in Paris when I was last there in like May last year with one of my friends. And she opened her show with this song. 
And it was an experience, let me tell you. It was incredible. The children were screaming. Let's just call it what it is. But that was a self-interrupted top 10 chart for March. We have come to the end of this week's episode of Self Interrupted. I hope you enjoyed my favourites. I hope you go and, you know, watch the TV shows, watch the films. Maybe you listen to the music. Maybe you get yourself a zebra jumper and you cut it up. Do what you want, bestie. But I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please rate it on Spotify, rate it on Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to your podcast, please rate it. I'd appreciate it so much. You can follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at kit.costello. You can submit your questions and your story times to kitcanbeinteresting.com. But other than that, I'm sending you so much love as always, Kit. <laughs>